Hi guys, and welcome to the Kosher Vid Podcast. We have a couple of guests here today. We got Huda Kripko, my hey, man. We got Yossi Greenspan. Thank you, Akiva, for having us. Thank you. And um, yeah, so we're going to have some discussions today on a couple different subjects. But number one is about kosher vids, the nature of kosher vids and yeah. what goes on in kosher yeah. vids, how it works, who's it meant for. Do me a favor, let successful. me ask you some questions. Let's get a dialogue yeah. going. Let's go. Yeah, we go we're going to pick your brain a little uh, bit. Kosher vids has made you a very rich man. Um, <laughs> mon- you know, monetarily, aside from, aside from being a man of the people. Um, yes, it has made me rich in simcha. I'm a happier person because I get to help out people's lives. Teach them good lessons, right, right. halachas and hashkafas. No, I'm saying more monetarily, you, you're a very Monetarily, I don't know about. I'm not sure. So what, I guess what I'm As asking is... As of now, is, Kosher Vids does not make any money. We lose money. I guess what I'm asking is... <laughs> but always looking for a sponsor, was, if any of you want to sponsor. Money, was the money the initial goal? Or no. Did, was that a Absolutely not, of, no. Of, so you know, let me just make it clear that the, the, the reason why I started Kosher Vids is because I, first of all, wanted to learn how to do videography. And I wanted to get bit better at shooting videos and stuff like that. I really love telling stories through videos. Um, and I decided to make it a project that would help out other people. The way to learn is to shoot. And the project that I chose was something that I think helps other people, you know, learn different lessons, cool ideas, hashkafa, halacha, with some entertainment in it and humor. So that was the real point of it. You know, that's it's, very, it's really to beautiful. learn. That's, <laughs> it's to, I mean, that is. Yeah, so that's the, that's the main point of it, to learn how to do videography, but at the same time to educate people and to help them have a good time. That's wonderful. That's a great thing, and we thank you for that. Um, another question. Yeah. Um, hit, hit. Yeah, like how, how, how much work would you say goes into your average kosher vids production? Okay. You know, a three-minute YouTube good question. video would translate to about how many hours of preparation and filming? Good question. Um, people have no clue how long it takes to shoot a movie or a video, uh, even a two-minute clip. Um, on average, I'd say if it's like one of our regular three-minute clips, you're probably looking at 25 hours of work. That wow. includes like shooting probably like four or five hours. And then it depends really on the clip. Sometimes it could just be 10 hours of editing. Sometimes it could be 20 if there's special effects and like special things going on. So it is a lot, a lot of work. There is a uh, you know, learning curve also for me. I'm learning on the job. So sometimes things take longer because I have to learn how to do that effect and look up how to, how to do it. But um, in general, they do take probably, I'd say, about 20 to 25 hours for a three, four-minute clip. Yeah. Terrific, terrific. Which kosher vid character would you say has been recepted by the you know viewing population the best okay honestly i think yours might have hit the uh the high number over there yeah wow um <laughs> that's the right answer <laughs> he was the janitor he was the janitor I had in, no lines um, also yeah. which one was that you the janitor so the much, coolest yeah. janitor look it up yeah. if you didn't see it yeah yeah he did give a terrific it, job give it a watch give tons it a watch, of compliments we know who wrote the questions here <laughs> yeah. 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 So um so yeah, I, I did get a good reception from that. I think that you, you know, know what's funny about, out there. about that video was later that summer, this past summer, I actually worked as a gender for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm not joking. Is that really? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Somebody must have watched the video and said, Hey, this guy's good <laughs> No, yeah, and an, ex- an extremely ironic uh, you know, sequence of events. I was hired as a janitor by a college and I, I did dude janitorial work and I yeah you know doing it as an actor 
once, you know, I, the, the idea definitely resonated with me, but being an actual janitor, um, that, that was the real deal. And cool. Experiencing it in real life, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. It was, uh, it was a humbling experience. Uh, you know, I want to know, how long ago exactly was it when you first really began this operation? Good question. I would say it's about three or four years ago. The The reason why this whole kosher vids thing, the, the way it started really was that I, I'm very into horror. I like, like, scary stuff. And I had a, like, a cool idea for a horror video. And I did not want to start becoming a videographer or anything like that. I just wanted to tell a story of this idea I had in my brain and put it on video. I wasn't planning on becoming a professional or anything like that. Um, so it ended up being about a three or four month project is an hour and a half of video. It's online. It's called Paranormal Brachas. It's embarrassing to watch because it was like my first real uh, video slash movie that I made and uh, we shot on like you know I borrowed a, a hand cam from somebody and um, and we had no idea what we were doing you know I was just like just doing right. it on the fly um, but that like once I finished that then I was like hey this is kind of that was kind of fun let me let me try it again and you know I tried another video and then I said hey let me make a project out of this that you know we could spread out to the world and you know, hopefully it'll come super popular and people will gain from it and that's how kosher vid started so one that last is, question that is just, thing yeah uh, I was, so who was really your inspiration you know how did this really come <laughs> into you know, play who is the inspiration who was <laughs> uh, what was the inspiration I don't know if I'm allowed to say this but when I was a kid I used to watch a lot of movies <laughs> No, no. But uh, but like you don't have kosher. No, Baruch Hashem, like you know. But but I'm saying like um, they don't have you know so many kosher movies and things like that. So I think that you know, it would be cool to like make more kosher yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff because there's so, there's so much that you can learn from videos or movies, and there's such good lessons. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, today's movies and all that media is full of garbage and like really bad information lessons or concepts that can ruin people's brains. So it's kind of sad that, you know, such a powerful tool is used for something so negative sometimes. So I'm hoping that, you know, we can, you know, show the world that there's something, you know, with this powerful tool that we can help people grow with. That's fantastic. I think there is a lot of stigma, you know, when it comes to, you know... What does the word stigma mean? That's a good question. (laughs) Stigma is an interesting word. I think it it means, like, like uncomfortability. Like, like if there's a stigma between me and you, it's like, well, Uh, I see you. I gotcha. Like, well, gotcha. I, could be that's wrong. You should probably right. look it up for yourself. All right, stigma. Word but of yeah. the day. So how what, what, what how did I say stigma? Um, there's a lot of stigma. in regard to movies and saying. and other media outlets just in general because what you are saying, you know, film is a is, is a terrific you know <clears throat> platform which you know every time someone presses play on their touch screen they're opening their mind to someone else's idea right. sounds and all that but yeah so I think what you're doing is terrific. I say Thank you. Up. Thank you. I say Will do. I what you're doing is Will great. Do. And yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So today's lesson, we're going to be talking about racehorses, okay? I was in camp this past summer, and uh, one of the boys came back and said that he just went to a farm that he that had a half a million dollar racehorse, okay? And this uh, reminds me of this, uh, I think it was from Rabiumt of Glazer, this great lesson about racehorses that he said. If you had a half a million dollar racehorse, okay, half a million dollars, okay, this thing's meant to race the craziest races in the world and win you great money, would you have it one week before the race stay up until four in the morning eating popcorn, chocolate, and smoking cigarettes? I don't think so. Why? 
because it's a half a million dollar racehorse and that's not how you treat a half a million dollar racehorse, right? It's got special diets and crazy things. You don't treat a half a million dollar racehorse like that. Now, my question to you is like this. How much are you worth? Okay. If, let me ask you, <laughs> Huda, let me yeah, ask you, right? You. How much would you pay? How much would, how much would you take if I would chop off your arm? A million dollars? If I give you a million dollars, would you allow me to chop off your arm? No. Okay. If I give you two, three, four, would you allow me to chop off your arm? No. Why? Because your arm is worth more than $4 million. Okay. Now that you have two arms, two legs, two eyes. Okay. Eyes are the best, so, man. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's say, let's say at least we're dealing with a billion dollar machine. You're literally walking around with a billion dollar machine. I mean, like this thing over here, these hands that can move. It's a billion dollar machine. It's a very, very expensive machine that you have. You walk around with all day long. Now, this machine is obviously given to you to race. It's a racehorse. It's an expensive machine for a purpose. You're supposed to race. So does it make sense that people use this machine to fill up on candy, popcorn, stay up till four in the morning, watching TV shows, wasting away smoking. Electronic cigarettes. You have a racehorse. You have a billion dollar machine. That's not how you treat a billion dollar machine. You know, I, I, I forgot who I heard this from. It was an ingenious line. And that is, if, the, if a person smoking, if the smoker would know who is the person that is doing the smoking, he'd stop smoking. Okay? If that person would figure out, he'd get down to it. Who is this guy that's smoking? Who is he? He's a billion-dollar machine. He'd stop smoking because that's not how you treat a, a billion-dollar machine. You wouldn't treat a half-a-million-dollar racehorse like that. Don't treat your body like that. Be kind Dude. to your body. Be gentle to your body. We are not Toyota Priuses, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we are, we are, we are Maseratis. We are Range Rovers. We are Bugattis. Every are, person is a Bugatti. We Grand Cherokees. <laughs> that's correct. That is correct. It should be. It should, yeah. should be on our minds, and, and yeah. you know, f- taking the idea further, furthermore, if I may, yeah. if I may. Go ahead, go ahead, please. You know, You're doing good. Toyota Prius. You you drive on the well paved roads and avoid the potholes and and all that. Um, but think of yourself as more of a rugged, you know, vehicle that could that could take a little more. It could take a challenge. <laughs> you know, you can go off roading. You could you can go on the uneven, you know, gravel roads and explore and. And do things that you thought you couldn't do. Mm. You know, you could. Got you. You could. You could push yourself, and through that, through taking that sharp right turn off the paved road into the unknown, you could see some dope interesting. Things. You could see some cool sights. I just, you know, I I feel it's extremely important to always we ha- we have to keep in mind our greatness, see our greatness, know our greatness. Definitely. You know, it's a huge idea. You know, huge integral part really. To I believe Farkas said a similar idea said that if we would believe in Hashem even a little bit as much as he believes in ourselves, the whole dynamic would, would look a lot different. Mm-hmm. You know, in me. Not Rabbi Munazeka, my amun is great in Hashem. Absolutely not. Rabbi Munazeka is, is his amuna in me. If Hashem gave you back your Nisham, if you woke up this morning... Shem's like, all right, let's, go, let's get it. doesn't matter where you fell asleep last night and in what state that was. You know? 
Mm-hmm. And what state you woke up this morning? If it's if you're alive, you better get if, going. If if, if uh, you're alive and kicking, let's get going. You're given back, another chance. It means you were handed it back, All right? And you were like, "Let's get it." I like that. That's cool. Cool That's ideas. Cool. Some cool ideas. Hope yeah. they they were recepted by yourself. Yeah. And all those really watching cool. with you with an open mind. Yeah. An open heart. And uh, much blessing. Oh, the Pittsburgh shooting. Things that happen need to be discussed. 100%. If something like that big happened, there's a lesson to it. There's a yeah. reason why Hashem sent it. You have to. When there's big world events that happen or disasters, you have to take a lesson from it. It's a muscle. It's it's meant for to teach you a lesson. There's something that it's it's there to teach you. Something either that we're doing wrong, we got to improve on. Something and every person could take his own lesson from it. I'm not saying there's one lesson. Every person takes what he sees from it. Um, I just I want to tell you that it says I was reading Mr. Shram the other day and he was saying that the that Shlomo Hamelch he passed by. I think it was Shlomo. I hope it was Shlomo. I think it was Shlomo. He passed we by hope. the field. We here at Kosher Ritz hope. Yeah, that it was Shlomo. We hope it was Shlomo. Yeah. And he passed by a field full of thorns and uh, weeds and, and things like that. And it was, it was the field of a lazy person. And it goes on to say that, you know, it doesn't pay to be lazy. But what's interesting is it says that Shlomo walked by, and I, th- I forgot the exact lesson, I apologize, but it was something on this line that he passed by and, and he thought to himself about the situation. How many of us pass by situations and we don't think about what to learn from it? Many, probably thousands of people, I don't know, thousands, hundreds of people probably passed by that same exact field and did not take any single lesson from that field. Shlomo passed by this field and said, whoa, what can I learn from this? Everything in life to him was like a muscle. He was always trying to learn things from other things. Because everything in this world is really a mushroom. Okay, there's we, we could learn lessons from anything. You can learn lessons from your hand. You chesed, right? You can learn chesed. You can learn anything from your different limbs, from the world, from the sun, from the moon, from rocks, from ocean, from water. You can learn humbleness. Okay? You can learn tons of lessons. You just have to sit there and think and say, what is Hashem trying to teach me by creating this? flexible water that goes to the lowest place and doesn't mind if something comes into it, just allows it in, it forms around it, doesn't fight back. Water, humbleness, right? It teaches me humbleness, right? Why did Hashem create it? It teaches me humbleness, okay? So if, if you just look, you will see lesson. And I think that's why, you're just tying it in, why it's so important that if such a big event like this happens, you got to learn something from it. Yeah. You can't just let it fly by. All right, what else do we have to talk about? Oh, Tati, my king. What do you think of Tati, my king? That is an insane, insane, insane song. If you guys didn't listen to it yet, you should. It's on YouTube. It's called Tati, my king. Check it out. By David Edel, an awesome kid. Already um, seventy thousand hits, I think, and yeah, um, seventy thousand counting. It's, yes, plus your hit, which yes. is an absolute gem. Go ahead, it's all, it's all you watching. Very deep song. When are you coming out with your yeah. single? Oh, <laughs> oh wow! I mean. Well, you're not supposed to know about that. <laughs> he does really cool stuff. He has one called the truckloads of Chesed. No truckloads of Shefa. Shefa. He has a, a song. Let's talk goes, about this idea. No, no, no wait, wait. Let, okay, yeah, but but wait. Can we just let them give a, a little uh, preview of the song? It goes. How does it go? 
שפע, 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 It'd be dope if you had a plate of it, but what if you had a pan of it, right? Ooh. So kind of like blessing. Got it. If you, you could see a blessing, you could see a little bit here and there, but you could open your eyes and see like, whoa, everything Hashem gives you. Is and then like, what would it be like if you had a truckload yeah, of Shafa? So, yeah. mm. so a truckload of a Truckload. Wow. Yeah, it's in the song. Truckload. It's like so much. There's like, you, you, there's... There's only so many tabs you can be on on your laptop, right? Mm-hmm. And some of them could be good, some of them could be bad. But, like, in our lives, there's so much good filling up all the tabs in our mind that you, you almost, like, don't have to be worrying about things that don't matter, things that are stressing you out, because there's so much good. And once you learn to widen your lens, you could have a, a, an eye and tub once you... Once you broaden that and mm-hmm. learn to see the chef. I like that. That's a good thought. It's like a terrific thing. Uh-huh. Be, be kind. Yeah. Be kind. Be kindness is dope. Yo, can All right. I do, should we sign off? <laughs> can I do a retake on the roller coaster, Marshall? Uh, uh, for sure. Yeah. Okay, wait a okay. Let's just be like... Let's <sighs> Okay. Hokey dokey, are you ready for this? You guys gotta listen because this is going to change your life if you listen closely. And I'm not joking. I'm very, very serious about this. Okay. You need to go on roller coasters. Do you go on roller coasters? I do. I do. Good. Okay. If you don't go on roller coasters, get yourself a ticket to the amusement park and go on a roller coaster. It's very important for your growth. And I'll explain to you why. Okay, this is what's so interesting about roller coasters. When you go to an amusement park, there are two different people. One person is out there buying food and the other person is on the line to go on the roller coaster. What's the difference between these two people? You go to the guy buying food. I'm sorry. The guy buying food doesn't want to go on the roller coaster. He says, I'm too scared. Right? Okay. And then there's the guy that goes on the roller coaster. What's the difference between those two people? You go to the guy that says, no, I'm not going on the roller coaster. I'm just going to buy food and play games all day. Why? He'll tell you, because I'm scared. Because I'm afraid. Because Why would I'm I do scared. something that I'm afraid to do, right? Go to the other guy that's on the line to go to the roller coaster. Just played a hundred bucks to get in to go on this roller coaster. Why are you going on this roller coaster? You know what he's going to tell you? Because because I'm scared. I am scared. What? That doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. So if you're scared, that yeah. keeps you away from the roller coaster, or it makes you do the roller coaster. What's going on over here? What and the answer mean? is, it's right. The answer is that. The same exact fear that could keep you away from accomplishment and that, that, that brings you down and that makes you scared and breathe the icky feeling inside of you like, oh, I'm going to run away from this situation. That same exact energy is energy that could be like, whoa, this is life. This is fun. This is exciting. It all depends how you view fear. That's right. Fear could stand for two things. Yeah. It could stand for... Forget everything and run. <laughs> oh, or yeah. it could stand for <laughs> or face everything. Face everything. And run. And fantastic. Okay. So um, 
So that so that's what I'm trying to say. The same exact. Wait, you with me? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm still here. So that's the thing. The same exact thing that could be used to keep you away from that same thing could be energy. Oh my gosh, I love this. Right now, now I understand. Okay, I understand that that's talking about roller coasters and roller coasters. How important is a roller coaster? Okay, I'll be yeah, honest. How does that? But the roller coaster, my life, <laughs> exactly. The roller coaster is a muscle. It's a muscle. If you could do that outwardly in a physical action, it can cause a lot of things, a domino effect in the yeah. insides. The chitzonias are mirrors It's more the insides. If you could start facing your fears that you're scared of, you hate going on, but you force yourself. You say, "I'm going on this roller coaster," and you're like, "Yeah," and, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna love this." And, yeah. This is life. My yeah. heart's pumping. That's yeah, where yeah. I'm at. That's who I am. Wow, I like this. Yeah. It's going to have a domino effect if you allow it to. <laughs> that you will be less scared to, or maybe not even less scared. Maybe you'll still be scared to, to face, you know, some, some big fears in your life, but you will face it with pride and pleasure. It will be fun. I'm, when I go to Daven for the Amit, if, you're, if I'm scared, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to say to myself, you know what? I'm going to lead the boys. I'm going to lead the boys gonna, in prayer. I'm yeah. going to embrace yeah, gonna this. I like it I'm when my it, yeah. heart's pumping and I'm all nervous. That means I'm alive and kicking because that's what life's about. Life's not about being on the other side. Life's not about just not doing any work it's and not having grind. to face about. any of your fears. It's about being in the grind. It's yeah. about fe- being in that situation that your heart's pumping and you're fighting and you're not sure are you going to be successful? Are you not? Are you going to fail? Are you not? Uh, even even just like just day-to-day things like, you know, opening a new business. You're not sure. Maybe I'll lose all my money. Maybe I'll lose everything I ever had. Is it going to work out? Is it not? That, and then you do it anyways and you stick through and you're loyal to your ideas and you, you pull through and boom, wow. That who you are you are what you accomplished through fear through facing the fear and coming out the other end you are nothing else and i want to tell you like this when you come to shemaya okay let's say you have a guy who's a very good looking guy charismatic cool guy right so and everybody likes him popular guy you know super popular guy when he comes to shemaya it could be he is nothing and it's the scariest you know, thought to think about such a thing. When when he comes to Shemayim, you know what they're going to tell him? You know what Hashem's going to say? Um, where are you? And he's going to say, what do you mean? Where am I? This is my, here I am, beautiful face. I go straight yeah, to Gan Eden. And a charismatic. You see how many friends I have? You see how popular I am? I'm a cool guy. Hashem's going to say, uh, that face isn't yours. He said, that's mine. I give it to you to borrow. It was just a tool. I give it to borrow to see what you can build with that. What did you build with that? What does build mean? Facing fear. Going through places where you're uncomfortable. You have to be vulnerable. You're not sure if you're going to be successful. You do it anyways and you persevere. Did you do that? No? Oh, so yeah, you are nothing. That face wasn't yours. You never earned it. You didn't work a stitch for that beautiful face. Not a stitch. Not a stitch. You didn't. You, all the tools, your hands, your feet. That's not. I gave that to you. Did you work for that? You didn't deserve it. I gave it to you as a tool. I wanted to see what you'd create with that. Were you Makar of people with your charisma and your coolness? And you, 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 right? Did you, did you do anything great with it? No? 
oh, so then who are you? I'm sorry. We can't let you in over here. This is meant for people that, that, that persevere, that work through fear. Now, that's what life's about. Life's about going through the grind. It's a war zone. Now, you're thinking in your brain, like, oh, my gosh. Like, this guy's depressing. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's probably what you're thinking. thinking. Guys really, like, this guy's really depressing. Yeah. This guy's depressing me. Like, oh, the whole life's about a war. And, like, so, what, I'm supposed to be depressed my whole life and just sad walking around like, oh, this place stinks? Nah, well, dude, it's fun. Or not. Or that's the source of fun. Dude, jump that in. is what fun is. Like jump like the roller coaster. In. Like one guy's like roller coaster Party. fear. Oh, I hate I'm running away from it. And the other guy's like, no, actually embrace it. Yeah, that's actually what I like that. It makes that's where I am. That's who I am. That's my life source, alive and kicking. And he runs to, Yeah. He embraces it. If you could learn how to celebrate, how to enjoy yourself on the war zone, if you could learn how to enjoy yourself on the war zone and to celebrate in war and be like, yeah, man, and enjoy that and be fun, that's what this world's about. If you could enjoy it, you are going to be a successful person. You're going to be a star. Yeah, because once again, by definition, accomplishment, by definition, there's no such thing as accomplishment that does not have it with, with, with it, some fear, some uncertainty, some vulnerability that you had to go through. It's impossible to have any true accomplishment. Think back at any accomplishment in your life. Think, any accomplishment in your life. Did you ever not have some uncertainty, some vulnerability, some fear involved in it? It's impossible. It wouldn't be an accomplishment. It's not a true accomplishment. Yeah. You did? I did, yeah. What? What is it? Oh, one time I wanted <laughs> to swim in the deep water. Yeah? And I, the lifeguard actually had to jump in. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> but but, I, you but I still did it. And did you get I, back in the water after afterwards? I threw up all the water that came okay, in through my nose. Can you I, swim in the I deep now? very good. I don't know. Since the, no, I'm kidding. I, I, I think I could, I could probably swim a little bit. All right. Okay, so there you have it, okay? He faced it, he failed, but he got back up again, went back into the grind, and he said, you know what? This is fun! I like being scared, yeah, because that's, that's, what, that's what you have to do to accomplish in life, yeah. And I'm not saying do anything stupid or dangerous or whatever it is, but I am trying to say... Watch yourself. Definitely inside, a person has to go through this, that you are going to have to face situations. You're going to have to face people. You have to introduce to pe- to pe- yourself to people that you're not sure. Maybe he's going to reject me. Maybe I'm going to re- get rejected by this guy. Maybe he's not going to like me, right? Perhaps. And you're going you're gonna to go. And if you're like that, you'll never have any friends. You'll never be successful in business in learning to go over to Havrusa and say, hey, you want to learn with me, right? If you're scared and... But if you're like, I like that. I like when I'm vulnerable. I like when I'm not sure. That's what life's about. You are going to accomplish much more and you're going to have a much greater life. That's what I have to say. What do you think about that? Very cool. You mentioned the word vulnerable, which I think... (laughs) Brene Brown. Brene Brown. If you did not listen to Brene Brown, it's a must listen listen to. to. It's on YouTube. Um, Don't worry. It's one of the better things that you can listen to on YouTube. It's Brene Brown. And unbelievable, her TED Talks and stuff like that, insane about relationships, about how to be a real person, how to accomplish in life. It's unbelievable. Suggested by by rabbis to listen to. Yeah. There you go. Rabbi Yitz Brownstein, Rabbi Kalish is very into. Cool. As others, also Charlie Harari is a big Brene Brown fan. Terrific, 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 terrific. Okay. I'm glad we had that discussion. I'm glad we had this talk. I'm glad you could... Listen to us talk. <laughs> yeah. um, 
This is dope. Oh, man, check it out. It was good talking with you guys tonight. We this had was awesome cool. Time. If you enjoyed this, <laughs> come back. Because we need to do it below. again. Yeah. Comments below. It's cool because we're always having cool discussions and we decided, hey, why not? Let's video. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll work on it. Yeah, we'll get better. We'll get better. It's our first one. Yeah, we'll get better.